Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Welcome to the Tabin Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. This is Season 3's Episode 12's Me. My name is Tabin Dillard. I'm Olans. I live in Chancellor Park, and I am glad that you have joined me on this week of uh, the Tabadilla Podcast. This is like a radio show, y'all guys, because it's for your ears. And I can't hardly believe this, but there are three episodes left in this season of the podcast. But first things first, how in the world was your 4th of July? If you listening to this episode of the podcast, the day that it come out, that's the 5th of July. Yesterday's was the 4th of July. I hope you had some hot dogs and hamburgers and barbecue and sweet tea and fireworks all over the plate. Roman candles, bottle rockets, black cats, Korean airliners, dipsy doodle, you name it. I uh, hope you all had it. I hope everybody stayed safe. And uh, to my friends that are listening uh, uh, in other countries, uh, we had our birthday. America had a birthday party yesterday, and so we all excited about that, and the party's going to keep going this week. I'm on the road this week, y'all guys. I'm going to be in uh, Yukon, Oklahoma, July 7th. Uh, that's a Thursday, and I'm going to be at Crave Hot Dog and Barbecue doing a live show, and then the next night I'll be in Newkirk, Oklahoma, at the K County Amphitheater doing a live show, and I'll put the link to the live shows this week in my show notes. You can check that out if you're in the area. I know a lot of folks ain't in that area, and that's okay. Uh, we can catch you next time I'm around. And then uh, this Saturday, there has been a change to the Conway show. Uh, July 9th, uh, 7.30 p.m. is the only show. We had a, a 4 o'clock. We decided uh, just to combine those. So you got more people in one show than uh, less people in both shows because, you know, you divide them between two. So everybody from the 4 o'clock show, they're getting moved into that 7.30 p.m. show. There's still tickets, though, uh, if you want to be in Conway this Saturday night at the Max Bent venue. Uh, you can see that link there in the show notes. And then next Wednesdays, uh, that's the July the 13th in Hardy, Arkansas. Uh, that'll be at uh, Hardy Junction Music Hall. So I hope to see y'all on the road. I'm going to have some fun merch there if you can make it. And I give out high fives. We can take pictures and hang out after. I do meet and greets after all them shows. And if you ain't in them areas, you might be asking, when you come into my state, Tavin? When you come into my town, Tavin? Uh, holler at me. You know, if you want to set something up, shoot me an email and holler at me. You know, you like you got a venue or an event. Let's figure this out. 501-322-6249. That's in the show notes. And tabdillard at gmail.com. That's, that's uh, my email address. Uh, that's in the show notes. So I just mentioned uh, three episodes left of this podcast season. Well, what's that mean, Tab? Well, at the end of the first two seasons, what I did, I had a Q&A. Uh, and that's, uh, that's abbreviation. So the Q stands for questions, and that's that's what y'all provide. Y'all send in the questions, and then the A part is for answers, and that's what I do on the podcast. It's a Q and A, it's a question and answer. So I, I read the ones that got sent in. Now the thing about that is I can't do it the day of the Q and A. Say, hey everybody, what questions do you have? I need them in advance. So this is the time of the season with three episodes left where I say, hey, if you got a question for the Q and A, uh send that in now here's the deal if you do the if you do the email 
tabdillergmail.com. Put it in the subject line, you know, Q&A podcast. Because folks all the time, uh, not all the time, but I mean weekly, it seems like whether I'm getting a message on Instagrams or text message or email or whatever, people are asking me questions anyhow. You know, what about this, what about that? So I may see it, and, and when people text me in normal times of the year or whatever, I get back to them with, with an answer right there. But then what I got to remember now is that when people, that you ain't asking for a question to be answered, you know, uh, you, you asking for that to be included on the podcast. So the way that helped me remember is you put that in the subject line if it's an email or in a text, say, hey, this is for the Q&A, and then, and then put the question on them. Like, okay, I'll answer. Then that's for me to answer on the podcast, not for me to get right back at you. Oh, you want to know how, how Meemaw makes her raisin oatmeal cookies? Uh, just kidding. No, Meemaw don't mess with them raisins. Actually, her friend Claudia made a raisin soup this last year, and Meemaw had me try it first like I was, uh, you know, like I was the, the fall guy. Like, if you throw it up or dry heave or get sick, then I know not to eat it kind of thing. Uh, and it was a cold soup. I don't even want to talk about that. <clears throat> but anyways, if you got Q&A for me, you got questions, uh, this is the time to start doing that. So, uh, will you? Will you send me a question? I hope you do, because uh, the, the last episode uh, of, the, of the podcast season, that's, that's what we're talking about, is your questions. So, if I ain't got questions, then... Then that's how that then ain't a lot for me to say. So, anyways, I'd like I said two ways folks usually do that is email and text, and just let me know that it's for the Q and A so I ain't confused. Um, thanks for the feedback, also, y'all guys, on the Tab and Dillard podcast shirt. Folks was texting me and getting back to me this week that they want that, so I'm gonna be working on a design uh, for that. I kind of got a little idea in my head, and you know I got to get it out, and then I got to get like a little. A little sample uh, mock-up of it to, to see what it looked like, you know, to get it out of my mind's eye and, and get it into the real uh, world paper or picture or whatever you call it. So I'll be getting that figured out soon. And people wanted uh, the stickers, too, and the shirts. So I think we'll probably just do both once we, we get it going. Uh, and that's where we're at, you know. So I'm hoping to have some news to y'all soon, and I'll probably... I don't think I've mentioned it. I don't think I've mentioned it still yet on the Instagrams or TikToks or YouTubes or anywhere else, Facebooks that I am, Patreon, there's other places I am. I don't think I mentioned it yet at all because, I mean, like I said last week, my thought is uh, folks who would want a podcast shirt or the folks listening to the podcast. So I only really talked to y'all about it so far and y'all got back to me, but I may start mentioning it out there on, on the, the video uh, interweb areas too pretty soon all right so let me see if is there anything else i need to tell y'all no you got all the information you need to know about the q a you know how to get questions to me but i will say start floating them this uh floating them my way as you think about them uh because you helping provide whatever we're going to talk about uh the last episode uh season threes and then we'll be kicking off season four uh the tab Diller podcast uh august sometime so you know we kind of wrapping up in July, just turned the page, you know, this last week or so. Uh, now that, now we on the end of the fifth day of July. You know, we celebrate America's independence and uh, a lot going on. You know, last week, Team Burger Shed, my softball team, we won game number one of this very young, newborn, eyes barely open season. We had lost once and we had tied once, which makes us one, one. And one. 
Uh, we really started clicking as a team. I'll tell you that right now. I, I, you know, I'm there. I'm on the field with them. I'm in the dugout. We're hanging out. And I'm like, dude, we click. I know if something's clicking. And I know if something. You you probably do too. You know, you part of something. You're like, Dad, did you do this right here? This is going right. This is a good thing. And other times you're like, boy, this ain't good. Oh, boy. This is going to be a long night. It could be at a school play. It could be at a softball game. It could be at a family reunion. It could be uh, <clears throat> church service, Sunday night special music. I don't know where you know, okay, this is going to go good or this ain't going to go good kind of thing. Biggest takeaway from last week's game, if you the only person running the concession stand, Mary Beth Tucker, don't leave your post to go be selling snow cones into bleachers. Snow cones here. Get your snow cones. That did not work out. If you ain't listened to last week's episode uh, of the podcast, feel free to go on back and do that and then circle back and join us here. We'll be here waiting on you. This week has been something else. If you've been with me on the podcast this season, you know that the early bird gets the perm, got a new logo, drawn by me, not a big deal, but I did draw it, and a facelift where the outside got a paint job and it's all better. You know, everything looks good and it's fixed. But have you ever heard of putting lipstick on a pig? You heard people say that. When folks say that, they're basically saying it's still a pig, even if you try to dress it up like that way. Well, no matter. This ain't exactly like that. But what I'm saying is, just because it looks all nice on the outside don't mean that everything on the inside is going so well at Early Bird Gets the Perm. Like this week, when Tabby Jean Tipton, that's my Meemaw's best friend, decided to dry her own hair uh, with one of them uh, blow dryers, uh, it didn't go like she thought it was going to go. You know, it's like, uh, it looked like a big pistol or like a ray gun. You know, like you'd see in like a an old, uh, you know, a science fiction movie where they, they're like, boo, you know, them big old hair dryers kind of thing. So that's what they got down at Early Bird Gets the Perm. And Tabby Jean Tipton got her hands on one. And uh, I guess she's thinking like self-service kind of thing. Like, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and dry my hair kind of thing. But if you go down to like a hair place, like the early bird gets the perm or like a salon kind of thing. Uh, that's what they do there. You go in there to pay them to do your hair. You're, really what your job to do uh, when you go into them places is just sit down. I mean, I don't feel like that's a real tough assignment. I don't, I, you know, sometimes you got to get up and go sit under another dryer or say, okay, get out of this chair, go to that chair. But I mean, it's basically, I mean, it's like kindergarten 101. You go here. Okay, put that down. Now, you go sit over there. I mean, they ain't asking a lot of you. They ain't asking a lot of you. That's all you got to do. Well, Tabby Jean Tipton, uh, you know, she got her hands on one. They got them big helmets, you know, at the, at the early bird against the perm when them gals sit under there. But all them big helmet places they was taking, you know, it was just a packed day down there. And, well, you ain't supposed to grab one of them dryers yourself. But she did because Tabby Jean did not want to wait. Well, sure enough, that thing shorted out. It sparked and a little bit of fire started. But you know what they say, it only takes a spark. And we ain't too far removed from 4th of July to know that lesson. So they they got a tissue box, you know, for blowing your nose or whatever down there at Early Bird Gets the Perm. But you know how folks make them fancy covers for a tissue box. You know them people, you got you got like a granny or an aunt or somebody that makes them things. Like they, they steady knit together a thing that cover just a regular tissue box. 
You know, nowadays you can get them at the Walmarts wherever, Dollar General kind of thing, and they got a design on the outside, maybe like a flower or a blue jay, you know, on a fence post, uh, taking a look over at maybe an earthworm that's just kind of sliding along the edge of a, a lake. I don't know. You know, I ain't, I ain't an artologist for cleanup boxes, and I don't I don't look at all them tissue boxes artwork, but I know they have some with designs on them. You know, like a deer by brook. Uh, with a ball cap on backwards and a hunting rifle over his arm. Well, I don't know. That, that, that's just, but that, that'd be the kind of one I'd want to design, you know, where you got just a lot of things going on. But anyhow, folks make these things where they, you cover a tissue box with them. <clears throat> and this one was a square box, and it had like a macrame cover, like a tissue box sweater on it. I don't know what you call it. It might be one of them most unnecessary items in early bird gets the perm next to the magazines because them gals hold the magazines, but they ain't nobody reading them because they all talking to each other. But they hold them in their hands, and then they're looking at the gal next to them, and they, they just yapping away. Well, this cardboard box decoration has been set ablaze when uh, Tabby Jean's hair dryer shorted out, and Tabby Jean don't know what to do. You know, I, I'm hearing this story, and I'm thinking, well, Tabby Jean, you shouldn't pick that up in the first place. But you know how when you already passed that point, like you done set the fire already, somebody telling you don't set that fire, you're like, well, yeah, I, I see that now kind of thing. So she just swats it onto the floor. She take her hand, uh, the hand that ain't holding the hairdryer, and she smack at a uh, tissue box that's uh, it's got a little fire going on it, just onto the floor, their early bird gets the perm. Well... Delandra Fink, that's Chet Dilroy's sister-in-law, Gracie's sister, Gracie's Chet's wife. Anyhow, Delandra, she got an aerosol can of hairspray in her hand, and she don't know what's going on yet. She none the wiser to this Tabby Jean uh, Three Stooges episode that's going on behind her. You know, she's still, she's just doing her job working on somebody's hair. Meanwhile, Tabby Jean's back there, um, you know, in her 70s and holding a hairdryer uh, that shorted out in one hand and smacking a macrame Kleenex box on the, on the floor. Early bird gets the perm with her other hand. And she's working on none other than Cheryl Grubb's hair. That's what Delandra's doing. Well, I guess before she start a can, uh, like hairspray, that she's holding in her hand, uh, Delandra, she pointed to the ground behind her to get it started. You know, you just kind of like shake a can uh, and then you spread. I guess it's like when you get a new bottle of squeeze mustard and you got to shake it and then do one of them. You don't squeeze it on the food yet because there's that, that high. It's highly likely that it's going to be that post-nasal mustard drip or whatever you call it. And maybe that's why the launder just sprayed a little behind her just to get that can started. I don't know. But when you spray that behind you and there's a macrame tissue box covered in flames, you know what happens? A bigger flame. And this is this past week, y'all. This is before 4th of July. I mean, that they set the fireworks off early at Early Bird Gets the Perm. I mean, it's in their name. But they got that. So now this flame get bigger because all of a sudden the launderer, uh, not knowing, turned around and just squirt that thing on the ground. Well, that's where the firebox was already. And that thing now has got a bigger fire going. She's feeding the fire, as they say. Well, Lindy Ray Mantell, she's seen it from the receptionist counter and hollered, and, you know, she just hollered, scream, nothing, you know. And then Gracie turned because she heard, heard Lindy Ray screaming. And she said, get the fire extinguisher. Now, Lindy Ray, the reason she's at that receptionist desk and she wasn't working on nobody's head is because she did a bad job. Like, she, she, she lost her privilege. She ain't really showed that she's real good at cutting hair in the first place. But then this one, she gave this little gal bulldog bangs. Uh, it's in another episode of one of the podcasts. I didn't have to go explain this lady, what she did to this lady's hair all over again. But I'll tell you right now... Uh, 
Lindy Ray, when it comes to cutting the hair, uh, she can only work on the mannequin heads, on them fake wig heads, until she get no better. So she's at the receptionist desk, and she holler, you know, there's a fire or whatever. And Gracie, she turned around, she goes, get that fire extinguisher, because uh, early bird gets a perm is outfitted with a fire extinguisher. I think most businesses post to, uh, you know, and you post to have them checked, I guess, often enough, because you never know when uh, something going to catch fire. Well, you know how, how it can be, you know, like in a panic where, where folks just react and people start screaming like they, you know, it, it's, it's an age-old thing where folks in a panic, they, they, they lose their wits about them and they don't keep their cool and they don't keep a, a steady hand and a calm head or nothing like that. Well, so Lindy Ray, what she do, she grabbed that extinguisher off the wall and she just fire away. I mean, she just fire away like she she in some action movie. She's shooting fire retardant all over. Early Bird gets the perm. She hit Cheryl Grubbs before she hit that box on fire. And Cheryl's looked like a flock Christmas trees. It wasn't just her hair. It was, all, it was Cheryl Grubbs. Head to toe started looking like a flocked Christmas tree. Them's the ones that looked like they got snowed on already. Like, some people really like them. A lot of people avoid them. But anyway, you know, whatever your Christmas style is, Ain't nobody want to look like a flocked Christmas tree if you're a human being. If you're a human, you don't want to be looking that way. And Cheryl Grubbs is in there to get her hair did. Forget that. For, you know, that's the last thing on her mind now. At this point, uh, she don't know if she don't want to get sprayed no more or she don't want to catch fire or a little of both. But she ain't having a good experience. And truth be told, none of them gals in there right now were. She screamed. Everybody was screaming. And they was all screaming different stuff. Tabby Jean was already trying to defend herself. She's like, you shouldn't put a tissue box right there. That's what she was saying. Well, it's like, come on, we're we in the middle of a fire now. And Gracie hollers, put it out. And Lindy Ray, she just like Dwayne Johnson in some action flick, just spraying left and right, putting on a real show. Finally, DeLondra just starts to stomp that tissue box. And by the time Lindy Ray, at Ray aims that fire extinguisher at the box, it's on fire, like at the source, like what you were supposed to spray. You know, if you got a fire extinguisher, the thing is, I mean, I don't know. I didn't never take no fire extinguisher class, but it's something maybe you just born with. If you got the thing to put out the fire, you don't have to say, what should I aim this at? You aim it at the fire. Aim it at the fire. I mean, uh, that that's like a, aim it at the fire. That's a five word tutorial. I mean, look, you, you get everybody there. You get everybody, early bird gets the permit, whatever business you work at, Burger Shed, Maggie's Flowers, the Sonic, don't matter. You get them in the room and you say, okay, employees, we're going to have a fire training class today. Here's the fire extinguisher. Aim it at the fire. Class dismissed. You all got A's. You know, it's like, you should know to do that. Well, that's the last thing in early bird gets the perm that Lindy Ray seemed to hit. Was that thing. And she's mostly getting Delondra's sneaker that's on top of the box because Delondra's stomping that thing. Well, Gracie is hot. And not because there's a fire, but because that fire could have cost her the business. No structural damage to Early Bird gets the perm, mind you. Just a lot of emotional damage and ruined perms. And you, yeah, I mean, take a while to set a perm. I know that from just me, Ma, telling me, you know, kind of thing. <clears throat> I ain't never got a perm. Uh, my hair's naturally curly, but that's a different story. They still sorting things out down there. Tabby Jean's mad because of the tissue box being there and the macrame, you know, like uh, maybe she kind of thinks that if it wouldn't have a little tissue box sweater on it, it wouldn't have been so uh, flammable, <clears throat> whatever. But that just ain't going to hold up, you know. Tabby Jean is like, you can't be mad about a tissue box and the early bird gets a perm. That ain't the problem. The problem is you getting hold of 
you know, that whole hair dryer and it shortened out and all that. It turns out the hair dryer was bad, shouldn't have been used, but then again, it wasn't being used until Tabby Jean helped herself instead of waiting on the helmet hair dryer thing. So after all that, Tabby Jean's hair was still wet. You know, they just had the fire. You can see it probably in your mind's eye. She's sitting there, and, and she's she's got wet hair, and it still looked better than Cheryl Grubbs, which looked like she was shot out of a circus cannon. Fire department came down, and as if, if those gals didn't have enough to talk about and early bird gets the perm, now they got some more conversation starters. And they will talk. Why? Well, folks got to know. Oh, maybe like the one gal that didn't have an appointment that day. That's right. My Meemaw missed all of that. So she getting, she needed to know the whole story. Now she's going to hear it from Tabby Jean. That's her best friend. But once she heard the story, she told Tabby Jean uh, that she couldn't get on her side with that one. You know, to, so Meemaw gets this firsthand from Tabby Jean. And then she gets into other pieces. You know, she talks to Lindy Ray. As she talks to Delandra. As she talks to Gracie. And all of a sudden, in the fire department. And you get this other picture. And Meemaw's like, Tabby Jean, we, we best friends and all that. But I can't get on, I can't get on with you in this one. I mean, I don't. I think this is on you. It was a mess, but it's pretty much cleaned up now. And like I said, early bird got the, it gets permed. They they got a facelift just this spring. I mean, they did a paint job. They replaced the wood frame on the outside, and none of the outside got messed up with this far. Uh, there there's a burnt spot in the carpet. And obviously, they had to get a new tissue box. Uh, that wasn't gonna keep. Uh, and who I don't know who macramed that thing. I hope it wasn't no family heirloom, nothing like that. Uh, but uh, that thing can't be used again. They can't be used again. So that's how that goes. Meemaw said she'd make a new macrame cover. Uh, she'd do that too. And uh, Delondra and Gracie both told her no. They're like, we don't need no more of them. So I guess they just going to discontinue the, the usage of uh, macrame tissue box sweaters. Uh, and they throw that hair dryer away too. So there ain't no tissue holders there that, that cover up them boxes. And that hair dryer that was shorted out and it was already on the you know, it was on the bench, so to speak. You know, I'm a softball player, so if you're on the bench, you ain't in the game. They had a hairdryer on the bench. Thing is, uh, Tabby Jean come in like an assistant coach and saying, get in the game. But Tabby Jean didn't know the team. She didn't know that, that they were on the injured list, and they was about to be retired. Uh, they were going to get sent off, you know, with a little handshake and then throw it in the wastebasket. Uh, you know, and I guess that's where my where my softball analogy kind of falls apart because you don't throw your players away, but you do say, hey, take that uniform off and don't you wear it back here again because you ain't on the team no more. You done retired or whatever kind of thing. Well, anyhow, there need to be a whole lot of cooling off, you know, from the fire and then the tempers and the emotions that went with all that. And speaking of that, uh, of the cooling off, I have been at the city pool this week hitting that diving board long enough at least to catch the mayor and hit that water. And I've been to the river, the 4th of July. I mean, and I'll cannonball. I'll cannonball uh, in the river. And I, my preference is the city poo where I can see where I'm landing in. But once some of my other buddies go ahead and scare away the snapping turtles and the snakes, I ain't got a problem with, with uh, cannonballing in the river. But I ain't going to be the one that's going to start that party. See, that's how that go. So the thing about a cannonball, though, is that it's a perfect way to cool off. And, I mean, we're in the thick of the heat right now. We're in the thick of it. So you experience that wind in your hair. You with me? I mean, we're in the air right now. In case, in case you're like, where are we at, Tabby? We're in the air. 
We in midair in a cannonball. You now you feel that wind in your hair as you launch so high skyward, like you ain't coming down yet. You still going up. Your trajectory is heading upwards, like out of way. And then as you curl up into a wonderful cannonball, and you got the knees almost under your chin, and then you got your hands wrapped around your anklage, and you 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 making that arc up in the air. And then that gravity, what they do is you, you rely on gravity to pull you down uh, and, you, and you land that thing. But you got to be in that right shape of a ball, of a cannonball. And then you hit that cool, refreshing city pool water or the river and then explode to the surface like a fire extinguisher on Delander's foot. Just pew, peekaboo, me, here I am, did the cannonball. And you get out and you do it again. I love it. Coach Hicks was at the pool. He's had lifeguard. He owns the boxing gym in town, Thunder Punch. He wears cowboy boots to the pool, and he takes them off to climb the lifeguard ladder. So Coach Hicks, uh, he's in his 60s somewhere along the way, and the shorts he wears uh, show a whole lot of thigh. And he, you know, he work out, so he got to, you know, he really, uh, as gross as this is, he do turn Meemaw's head, Mabel Childress's head. I'm like, it's, I never seen Meemaw giggle till she took a water aerobics class from Coach Hicks at the city pool, and I about throwed up. I about lost a corn dog on the side of the pool and almost skipped cannonball practice, Okay. So serious stuff over there. But anyways, Coach Hicks, he got cowboy boots on and his shorts and tank top. Uh, if he's wearing a shirt at the city pool and a whistle around his neck. He always got a whistle around his neck. When he ran to Long John Silvers when he's my PE coach in high school, he had a whistle around his neck. At at, at PE coach course, they wear whistles. But then as a manager at Long John uh, Silvers too, he'll blow that whistle. He'll be like, tweet, tweet, hey, everybody, ring the bell for good service. And people ring that bell on the way out. But anyways, he's at the, the city pool, and he keeps coffee grounds in them boots that he wears at the pool. Apparently, it cuts down on the stink because he barefoot in them boots. But, buddy, when he pulls them feet out of them boots to climb that uh, lifeguard ladder, his sweaty barefoot is steady covered in them coffee grounds. But he, he seen me anyhow execute probably an Olympic skill cannonball at the city pool this past week, and he clapped. I mean, how often do you see a lifeguard just applauding something that they see at the city pool? I ain't bragging. I ain't no, no, now. Don't hear me. Don't hear me bragging, y'all guys. I'm just telling you what happened. Well, I get out of there, and he asked if I ever thought about training folks in the art of the cannonball. He called it an art, and he's right to say that too. I told him I'm more of a watch and learn kind of guy. Like, hey, you know, see what I'm doing. If you can, if you can. Uh, uh, duplicate this, then go for it kind of thing. Coach Hicks, he's a businessman. So he's always thinking of how to make some money like that away. Uh, that's why he ran that Long John Silvers. That's why he got a Thunder Punch in town. And that's how, that's how he ended up with a double cab truck that's got air conditioned too. But I just don't want to do no cannonball lessons, uh, you know, and take the time to organize all that. It's just too much. And I'm plenty busy right now with the lawns anyway. I told him I do have a Cannonball Champ t-shirt that folks can buy and they, they, people do buy them. Um, that's business, right? So I guess in that way, uh, you could do that. You'll see that link in my show notes if you want that. But that's the business I get. But training and, and teaching uh, people, you know, having classes and people sit in on the little session and then they try it and then I, I give them a grade. Like I ain't, into, I ain't trying to do that right now. Plus, uh, Darius Tappas, Honey from Bees, uh, that I, I mentioned before, I mean, that's business move too. That stuff 
uh, is moving, and there's a reason for that. You can find out for that at the link in my show notes. I ain't mentioned them yet today, but I do want to thank Bee House because uh, they good pals of mine, and they turning out the Tavins honey from bees, and it's good any time of the year. This summertime, there's all kinds of things you put put, uh, put it on, like that fresh fruit, uh, sweet, and the honey that we have. My face is on the label, but the honey inside the bottle or the, the little jar is from bees. So you can check that out. Well, anyhow, it's about that time, you know, I'm having this businessman conversation. And he's asking me about cannonball practice. I walk away from Coach Hicks because it's getting a little awkward. Like, he's trying to pitch me how he could be my agent and we could do local TV shows and other athletes he trains and whatever. And I was, like, heading back to the diving board when Mabel Childress, that's Brody's granny, she's about 90 years old, she hollered to Coach Hicks. She's the one that's in Meemaw's water aerobics class, too. And she, she hollered at him like this away, and she said, Can you help me with some sunscreen? He looked down at her, and he's like, Can't do it, Mabel. I got to watch the poo. It ain't no secret that Mabel's got a crush on Coach Hicks, like I said. And I think Meemaw might, too. I don't like to think too much about that. And I, uh, I, But I hate to say that, but I think it's true. Uh, last year, though, Mabel brought Easy Cheese to the pool, and she shook it at me, and she said, A little sunscreen for Nanny's back? And she kind of wagged that can at me like, Come on. Excuse me? And she's like, a little sunscreen for Nanny's back? I shook my head, and I told her, that's easy cheese, Mabel. It ain't even sunscreen, and I ain't putting that on your back. Well, she didn't like that, and as I performed another legendary cannonball, I got hit with something that turned out to be a can of easy cheese. It was on my elbow, some on my shoulder, and a can was floating next to me like a ship in a bottle, you know, like a message in a bottle that you get. And then Coach Hicks blowed that whistle, and they had to clear the poo. That was last year. Well, Mabel was giggling, and she hollered, Zinger, at me. Like, she knew what she did. She got a good arm, too, for her age. I mean, she athletic. I, 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 can't, I can't put it in a, I don't know if she, if she eats special things or if she's just born that way. You know, like, she just come from good stock where, where they, they got strong haunches and arms into their 90s and 100s. But uh, she can move. But today it looked like real sunscreen she had, not that easy cheese. And she was trying to get Coach Hicks, you know, to help her uh, put that on, but he wasn't going for it. Sure enough, one of her grandbabies had to do it. All in all, though, I was refreshed enough to get down to the city fields this week. Cricket was there to watch the game. That's my girlfriend. She worked at the nursing home part-time. And I had a soft single and a dribbler past second base and a pop fly and a ground out. So I was two for four with only one stolen base. But J.T. Whitlow... He hit two homers tonight. Hit two dangers out of the park, over the fence. Rare form for him. And he had six RBIs. That's runs, batted ends. Also saw a game for Ricky Don Pearson, four for five with a homer. He's a volunteer firefighter, and he didn't respond to that early bird gets the perm fire. That wasn't him. It was the actual fire department on that one. Cricket said folks in the stands was talking all about that fire too tonight. I believe it. I think they should have been talking about how bad Bud's Burger Shed evened our record at 2-1-1. One, and one. I guess we did better than even it because now, now we got we doubled our wins tonight. We had one, now we got twos. With an 11-4 win this week. That's what I think people need to be talking about. Mary Beth Tucker made funnel cakes, and she knocked a whole bowl of powdered sugar on Cheryl Grubb's feet when Cheryl was at the counter. Cheryl Grubbs wins the award for being hit with the most accidents this week from Lindy Ray Mantell with that fire extinguisher to Mary Beth Tucker with that powdered sugar. Cheryl's perm did turn out pretty good, though. I mean, she stayed there until they got it redone that day. And it, it did, I will say, hey, they, they made sure all them gals ended up with the hairdos they paid for 
even after that whole fire escapade. So that's how that go. It's been a great week. I mean, we off to a good start. We got the 4th of July behind us, but the fireworks season has just begun. I'm looking forward to meeting some of y'all on the road this week. I sure appreciate y'all hanging out with me here on the Tab and Dillard podcast and all y'all that have joined me on Instagrams here recently. There's all kinds of ways to connect and in the show notes. You'll see some of them there. But it's about time for me to, to scoot on out of here today. I better get out of here, y'all. That city pool's calling my name, but please... Do send in their questions for the Q&A. That's the questions and the answers. And check the show notes uh, for that Cannonball Champ shirt along with my other shirts are down there too. And pick up some of Tappin's Honey from Bees. Uh, it, it's down there. I appreciate Bee House uh, sponsor this podcast. And uh, this the, the party uh, continues here. So you'll see all that live show info for the week, you know, that's coming up in my show notes too if you in Oklahoma and Arkansas. So I hope to see y'all soon, or at least hear from you soon. And there's all kinds of ways to do that. I sure appreciate y'all joining me here on the Tavin Dillard Podcast. And hey, if you ain't knocked a tissue box decorated with a macrame cover off the counter at Early Bird Gets the Perm while it's on fire, you having a pretty good week. Until next time, y'all guys, we'll see you later. <laughs>